0: Thank you for listening to PowBlock Podcast, the flagship Nintendo podcast of Boss Rush Network. Do you need even more gaming and entertainment in your life? Head over to BossRush.net where you can find news, reviews, creators, podcasts, and more focused around the content you enjoy.
1: Uh, hello everybody, welcome to the next Special pass here on Boss Rush Network I'm your host the
0: i like to joining me is Bossman himself, Mr. Corey Derrick Hello, my Nintendo 64 controllers were delayed in shipping <gasps> Oh no! Yeah, due to high demand of the product I wonder if they don't have enough I wonder if people were ordering them too fast and they just didn't have enough to fulfill orders and this is their way to buy time <laughs> for them to do a quick restock well they did restock them today and everybody <laughs> was, was scrambling was to get. I sent everybody the link and nobody got them I'm sorry I tried I tried everybody you also did. I went to buy one more to put back for people if they needed one Yeah. and apparently you can only buy two per account Oh wow! Because I tried to, I tried to put one on my card. It said, "You have exceeded your limit on this account," and I've only purchased two. So, what is that? Hold on! You can't just crack something open and not tell me what it is. It is the G Fuel. Sorry about that. It's the G Fuel. G Fuel Tetris. Mm.
1: Blast! Mm. This is the drink that Jacob. Uh, drinks. It's the performance energy zero sugar extreme
0: focus. Mm. Okay. Okay. If you say so, I guess. Extreme focus.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, we have some Patreon shout outs. Oh, dude. yeah. Let's just way to change she the subject did there. That. <laughs> everybody this is gonna be kind of a laid-back episode for
0: nintendo expression no it's not you say that but it's not it's gonna get crazy it's gonna get wild might not be as long as the rest of them but it sure is wild well you actually will be shot mm. so um uh, anyways uh you can support all of our content over at patreon patreon.com slash boss rush network you can get this show and the Boss Rush Podcast one week early, or Standard Definition and After Dark two weeks early for just a dollar. But if you subscribe at the $5 tier, you become a Patreon producer. What does that mean, Ed? Well, let me tell you. You get your name shouted out on this here podcast, as yes. well as the rest of our content. So our Patreon producers for this episode of Expansion Pass are Quentin Quentin Jackson. Rebecca Jewell, Adrielle Munger, and my wife, Sanadirg. I want to thank our Patreon producers. I want to thank all of our patrons. And I also want to thank everybody who just listens to this on free feeds. Remember, if you're listening on free feeds, like iTunes or Spotify, leave us a five-star review for Nintendo Power Block. We'd really appreciate it. Please. Thanks. Back to you, Ed.
1: Ah, yes. (laughs) So... (laughs) We, we
0: we really don't have a plan for this episode. We just kind of got <laughs> out and just started talking. <laughs> just started talking. First Would of all, have... Ed, watched me eat a cookie while my son cried for a little bit, and then he started thought it was hysterical. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: it's the, it was the fact that you just looked at me for the for one part, and then you just put the cookie in your mouth
2: (laughs) I was was like this is
0: so much for a comedic effect and then we just ended up laughing together look man we record this episode right after I record Tower Casuals and it was a long episode and it's almost 1130 at night and (laughs) I'm just kinda you know when you get so tired that you're just not tired Yeah, that's where I'm at that's just my life now (laughs) <laughs> extreme exhaustion to the point where i've circled past exhaustion and back into like <sighs> it's okay it's fine
1: yes, well, that's why i say it's gonna kind of be uh like maybe episode there's not really much news uh definitely from nintendo wise you know um, there are just things that are getting planned and by the time you guys hear this will be about a Believe five episodes away from episode three hundred of Nintendo Pop Lock, and we kind of have a special Nintendo Expansion Pass that me and Corey are going to be doing. Um, so we're gonna give you a little preview of, or just kind of a heads up. So Corey came up with this really cool idea, and I've never thought about it. And people who have listened to us over the years. On nintendo Pod block know that me and Corey love to come up with lists so we are doing our top 30 nintendo lists uh and that's from all consoles handhelds anything first party related with nintendo mm-hmm. we are go- going to be doing uh 30 games each so kind of pretty much 60 or less because we're probably uh with these we'll have some of the same games on there and just have different places where they're ranked.
0: Yeah. Um, I think it would be cool to get everybody to do a list and do the top 300 Nintendo games for episode ooh. 300. But that that would require a lot of people to, to, to make lists, and <laughs> we might not end up with 300 games. <laughs> <'cause> I think... <laughs> uh i'm pretty sure everybody would put every zelda game and every (laughs) mario game on their list so i'd be like oh we gotta figure this out that would be a cool idea maybe we'll bring it up at the meeting tomorrow i don't know yeah i think
1: i think if we we know what we've never did like as a community just like for boss rush um like our top 10 games just mm-hmm. regardless if they're all the same or anything I, I'm very interested in learning what people taste and gaze by their, by their list by their top 10 yeah.
0: well I mean maybe yes. we'll do like a top list or something for um what do you call it yeah maybe we'll do a top list for uh boss rush when we hit 150 because that's coming up soon
1: no, okay. i will be down for that. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. Or... we'll
0: see how it goes. But I, I kind of think maybe we can do that.
1: Yes. So, um, but I think one of the thing about having your personal list or writing one out, it's just that you get to, it it becomes good like, um, resource for recommendations. So like if you see a certain game on a lot of people's lists, it might intrigue people to go and play it and everything. Um, and definitely like for me, for all the years that I, I've been playing Nintendo, you know, I have some ups and I have some downs. So during this top 30 list, it's going to be, like, difficult. I've been rambling in my head to be like, what is number one, and where do our start Start out at? Because I don't think, I think 30 games, where you place them doesn't mean that that one is better than the other. Um, it just, it's just like, this is where, um, you know, I probably have this kind of enjoyment with this game a little bit. While I haven't disa but it's just just placing it, it's just like man going up to the top and everything. Uh It's just, it's, it's gonna probably be something of like very different because how do you introduce like just a list of thirty gangs? Like where do you start? Do you start with like Super Mario Brothers on the NES?
0: I mean, I don't I don't know if Mar- Mario One would be on my top thirty list. I mean Ooh. I could think of like 5 Mario games better than that off the top of my head right now but Oh yeah. I'm not I I'm think... doing it as like my favorite Nintendo games. I'm not doing it as like and I'm not saying Nintendo game. I'm saying like games that appeared on Nintendo consoles, right? Cuz mm-hmm. like Yes. I played I played like 7 like 70 hours of Assassin's Creed 4 on my Wii U. Okay. I'm not mm-hmm. like <laughs> I'm, <laughs> that's going on my list. Uh you know and there's going to be games on there that people are going to be mad but like i can tell you that there's only probably going to be one or two super nintendo games on my list and they're not what you expect.
1: Well, Turtles Turtles 4 is like well, wonderful.
0: Well, yeah, but i'm saying like people are going to expect like a link to the past or super metroid and i can't put those on my list cuz i've never physically played them. I mean, we played them together, but yeah. i've never like you know played that down, so and, and and experience them for yourself. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I think it's
0: <sighs> and a lot of mine are going to be post. A lot of my favorite games are going to be post Nintendo sixty four. You know, like. Mm-hmm. I I mean I already I already know what my number one game is, but I'm not going to tell you.
1: I, I think you, it's because you have more more time with like the Nintendo sixty four and up with their systems than they, you did with their past systems.
0: Well, I mean, I spent a lot of time at the NES, but it was only, like, I was little, so, like, I, w- I didn't know that, like, you know, I got what I got. I didn't... Like, I wasn't reading Nintendo Power and expecting to play mm-hmm. Zelda 2 or whatever, you know? I didn't yeah play those games till later, and I, you know, I just had this conversation with Laron the other day where, like, I... I'd, I'd, yeah, I have a really hard time getting into 2D Zelda games. Like, it doesn't matter how great they were or, you know, because, mm-hmm. like, I've... The only 2D Zelda game I've ever played and beaten was Link, uh, Link's Awakening. You know, I've hardly played the Oracle games. I've hardly played Minish Cap. I've hardly played, you know, the DS games. I just... I, I've i played every one to for, like, a little bit, but, like, I've never, like... It's, competed, just, it's just hard for me to get into the two D games, and it's just hard for me to get into two D games in general now. Like I'm, I'm just I don't know. It's it's a weird kind of situation. Although I have to say, like the my favorite Mario games are the two D games. So <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> it's I guess it, it's a case by case basis. But
1: well, I think that's why I say that you probably haven't had. That a lot of familiarity with past Nintendo games. Mm-hmm. That's why I said from NCC4 and up, where like me, I appreciate of course I played the 2D games in 3D and now 3D like I, I appreciate every perspective. You know, like for me, I had an actual hard time getting to first person games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not just like Metroid Prime or anything, but like First-person shooters did nothing for me.
2: Uh-huh.
1: It th- there was just something that I couldn't get into and it, it literally took about um, Medal of Honor Frontline on GameCube to to make it click mm-hmm. Um, and then I was playing like Like I didn't even play really commit to go to 964 uh-huh. or anything because it was it, it was like Something that I just didn't, you know lean towards to and you know, not not like I had a I had a not a disdain, but I didn't have a care for halo when it first came out Mm -hmm. Because it was just something that I'm like, okay This is a first-person shooter and it, it did nothing for me. I mean, I got it for my Xbox And everything, and even on PlayStation, like it took a while for me to even get into some of the first-person shooters on PlayStation. It's just like that—that style of gameplay did nothing for me until Medal of Honor Frontline came. And then I I believe when games started getting like when controllers start having the uh, analog, you know, control, like for the camera and everything, like the two sticks. That's what I think I started getting getting into. Mm-hmm. Um, first-person shooters because like playing Black on PS2 um, yeah, I played Black on PS2 and it's just like, okay, I get what this game is. Don't like the way that it ended and it left us on a cliffhanger. But then I'm just like shoot, started playing Resistance and uh, home front on PS3 and I'm just like now nah, I get this you know definitely Metroid Prime on GameCube which was a different kind of perspective of gameplay uh, and design but it was just like okay now I get what they're going for now I can enjoy what this gameplay series is so
0: I kind of understand why you you don't dig 2D games I think I think for me I was just at that right age where like you know, I, when I was 10 when Nintendo 64 came out, I was 10 when I saw Toy Story for the first time. You know, like, mm-hmm. all these emerging kind of technologies were hitting right at the age where I was starting to pay attention and really, like, getting into this stuff, right? And, yes. Like, I always point to Mar- Mario 64 as the point where I knew that I was going to love video games forever, Right. Like, Mm. don't get me wrong, like, I loved playing Turtles on the Genesis and and Mario 2 and these other games, but, like, to me, it was like, it wasn't I was playing a video game, it was I was playing Ninja Turtles, right? Yes. And when, like, the 64 was when the the Switch flipped, right, where I was like, oh, video games are something that are going to be in my life for a long time, if not forever, you know? and so I don't know, I think, I think that has a lot to do with it um, I think experiencing franchises like Zelda and Metroid and uh, you know, a lot of these other popular uh, franchises that we love today, my first experience experiences with them my first real experiences with them were the 3D games and so I think mm-hmm. I think there's a lot to that, too, where it's hard to go backwards. For me, it's just always hard to go backwards. I don't know why. It's not like it's not like it's hard to do. It's easier than ever now, actually, with Switch Online. And, mm-hmm. you know, obviously the only console that's stuck now is the GameCube, which I think we're going to get that at some point.
1: I think it's the advancement of technology in games itself, you know, um, and I think that's where, kind of, where the difference where me and you stand. Because as a kid, I grew up with a lot of these older games. Right. And but you're also
0: um, you're also older than me. Well, yeah. And like, you know, I I, I think your experience, like. Your a what games were out when you were hitting that age we we're like oh man video games are going to be here for the rest of my life like that was that's a, that was a different generation than when i did right
1: yeah because it was 1990
0: we're yeah. not like
1: we're going at 10 years of age uh mm-hmm. 1990 was my age and right so like, you had you been know,
0: hitting what genesis and super nintendo at that age Right, I mean, yep. Super Nintendo was coming out. What the next year?
1: Yeah, yeah. arcades and,
0: were still huge, right? So,
1: yep. And since my brother got the Genesis, got the Sega Genesis, um, that's when I started getting, you know, noticing sixteen bit. But I think it was just like for me. Definitely for me, for not having like a lot of friends or anything, and just kind of being stuck in the house because I had no one to play with, video games was the friend. And I think Mm -hmm. I put so much investment into it. Like my mom knew that (laughs) we went to a mall, but she gave me a dollar. I was at Atlanta Castle with four tokens and Atlanta Castle was the <laughs> was the GPS was the meter spot. So and she knew that I would she knew that I would not leave that arcade. <laughs> Cause sometimes people would just walk away from games and I would go and snag and play and get as far as I can. Because I think, you know, I feel like I I feel like I was skillful and master at games. Like stuff for video games just clicked for me. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah I mean it's not like I don't I don't know it's Like I remember sitting behind my parents Couch because they had a little TV set up Behind the couch for me to play video Mm -hmm. games So it wasn't on the main TV Yes, But like It wasn't It wasn't that I was I I remember the first Nintendo Power issue I got It was the Donkey Kong Country 3 issue and then it went like Donkey Kong Country Three. I want to say Turok and then a Mario sixty four cover it was like bam bam bam. And I was like and mm. that's when I was like, Okay, well because because like I went over to my friend's house to play Super Nintendo and he subscribed to Nintendo Power and I mm. think my mom probably decided to subscribe to it for me because I was starting to get into it and I remember that Christmas was like a big debate was like do I get a Super Nintendo because all these games are already out and I haven't played them or do I ask for a Nintendo 64 because it's the next big thing and it was the first time I was actually paying attention to the next big thing and obviously you know I got one that Christmas from my grandma that I've told that story a hundred times on the show, but, mm. uh, yeah, I just, I think there's a fascination with the three, like the 3d aspect and, um, just really kind of building a collection for the first time and paying attention to the games that were coming out. And my first experiences with these major franchises and not so major ones, right. And, uh, yeah, I just,
1: I don't know. It, it was, like, Super Mario 64, because you mentioned that game, like, I kind of, it just to see how smooth it was as a 3D game, you know, that, because I, I have played PlayStation 1, and I have, you know, mm-hmm. played a lot
0: of their 3D games, and
1: they were enjoyable for what they were at that time. Right, but, but like...
0: But yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I I thought about PlayStation because my one friend had a PlayStation at the time, Mm -hmm. and I just remember it looking like really ugly and pixelated, and the polygons didn't line up correctly because you could see like where the polygons were connecting because the textures were weird, right? The PlayStation has a really weird aesthetic, and only a few games really could hide that right like tomb Mm -hmm. raider like tomb raider was super influential in a lot of ways but that game is ugly you like even then it was ugly you you knew it was ugly whereas like games like uh uh i want to say like crash bandicoot could hide it pretty well uh you know some of these other playstation games Uh, uh shoot what was the one i was just thinking of but you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like these games, they like a lot of the three D games were super ugly. And you get the Super Mario Sixty Four. Yeah, a lot of the polygons don't really have textures on them, or if they do, they're really light textured. But like I think that worked. And it's the Nintendo thing where like they know how to use the art style and the technology to their advantage, right? You look at Super Mario yeah. Sixty Four That's super basic. Like, the textures and stuff are super basic.
1: But at the time, when it was released,
0: it was just like, wow. Well, I mean, like, you you look at the PlayStation, and they try to do all these things with, between, like, pixels and the polygons, and they Mm try to texture the polygons with pixels. And some of it looked interesting enough, but a lot of it just didn't. And you look at Mario 64, there is no pixel work Right, it's all polygons. Every single thing in that game is a polygon. It's a yeah. It's you know the Koopa shells are just polygons with green <laughs> shading on them. Like that's it. There's no pixels to try to get you to see. Oh well, this is a textured rock wall, or you know, this is this ground is gravel or sand or whatever. Right, like in Tomb Raider, it's yeah. uh. Mario 64 did something kind of simple and it really worked. And I mean, that's been Nintendo's MO for a long time, but they they pulled off Mario 64 in a way that I think, uh, you know, you look at it now, it's like, obviously it just, Mario looks so much better now, obviously, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know, there's just something about that game and the controller and i mean let's be honest that controller was built for mario 64 <laughs> you know like it just yeah. was uh, so
1: well and i think like because it's having a brother in this household that took care of the sega itself was really helpful to me trust me <laughs> um but I kind of feel like when it got to the N64, and yes, I had a Nintendo 64 and a PlayStation, um, I, I think that's when I started enjoying owning uh, uh, multi consoles. Because I did have during the 16 bit era, you know, I had my Super Nintendo, but I also had a TurboGrafx 16. And I was enjoying the TurboGrafx also, but I wasn't enjoying it like I was doing, like, The n64 days because definitely playing the wrestling games from thq like no mercy and stuff like that like that was enjoyable um playing mario kart with my friends taking my n64 over to some of my friends house and we're playing games it was just so cool to do that and everything um and then like when nintendo really started going to going like 3d um, definitely with GameCube. I think that's when I started realizing that, man, I never, I never thought, or I would, you know, ask what would happen if Nintendo really went into full three D, like with pixels, polygons, clean graphics, um the like, how would they go about their design and everything? And I think with GameCube, that's just really made me love Nintendo more in their games. You know? And even with what we got with Switch now, it's just like I feel like they still got that magic touch.
0: hmm You know? Yeah. I mean and, they do. Okay. I mean they, they 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 just do, you know.
1: Right. So I think just making that list definitely for me is a struggle because of my experience with nintendo just like man, like if i'm gonna add third party games it's gonna be it's gonna be hard because like do i split it 15 15 or do i you know like how do i split that up because as much as i enjoyed the first party games from nintendo i enjoyed a lot of the third party also from everybody
0: yeah i mean you know I just I I have an idea about my list but um I don't know. We'll we'll see. I have a pretty decent idea of what I'm going to do with mine. I already kind of know what my top 5 are. Um it's really the rest of the list that's kind of, you know, could go any way any day.
2: Mhm. Yeah.
0: And yeah. I, I think
1: I'm probably going to like <laughs> Have honorable missions that I'll probably talk before we actually do that recording. Like, uh, like t- maybe two ninety nine do honorable missions, and then that. Well, not two ninety nine for not the podcast for pop block but for a special passion I should say.
2: Um,
1: uh, before we get to three hundred, mm-hmm. I think I'll probably talk about like my honorable missions. Like, I think I'm gonna keep Ninja guided for the NES off my list. Excuse me. And the reason, and the reason why is because I think that did something, you know, definitely, and you know, for cinematic gameplay, it didn't put in cut and putting those cutscenes stuff in to connect the story and progress the levels. But I've mentioned Ninja Gaiden so many times, and it's been on so many lists that I'm just like, I wanted to try to do something different. Um, what I enjoyed from, like maybe from more or something like that, because there I know we had, a, I know not me, you had a dis- discussion, Corey, but there was a discussion of someone saying well, which, which was better, Ninja got a one or two, and to me too, it's better, but I think one has the better soundtrack, mm-hmm. and and like cutscenes and stuff. Yeah. You know, because you can't beat that intro with the two ninjas running and them jumping up in the air and like swing and stuff. Like I think Ninja Gaiden has provided so many memories and first stuff that you couldn't believe that was being done on the NES.
0: Yeah, I mean I've I've only played the second one, so I don't really know. I just I remember the second one you could get those shadow guys to follow you around. Yeah, that was like a really cool idea. (laughs) <laughs> yes. So Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I feel like... I feel like there's going to be... I th- I feel like my list is going to fill up quickly. And then, like, I'm going to have too many games and I'm going to have to make some hard cuts at the end, you know? Mm-hmm. I really have a lot of thoughts on games on this list. So, well...
1: W- what system do you think would have the lowest, like, of games?
0: The lowest? List? Oh, Super Nintendo. For me. By far. And I think it's just because I don't have a lot of experience with the Super Nintendo. You know? Okay. Um, I mean, I did after the fact, but, like, to me, I just think, like, the N64 and GameCube games are more what I'm into, you know? And uh, obviously, the. Uh, well, I mean, the Wii is kind of a close second, maybe. <laughs> uh, I always forget that the Wii exists. Uh, so, I don't know. I, f- I think the Wii U might have a lot on there. Also, I've been thinking about, because a lot of the Wii U games have made their way over to Switch. yeah. Do we do first appearance or like, or do we do native? Like, what console we played it on? At
1: whatever you want to. Hmm.
0: I actually think the Wii U might have the most.
1: <laughs> and I, I know Wii U, Wii U, and GameCube might be equal for me. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. Yeah, I think th- I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a real toss up between the Wii U and the GameCube, and then like the N sixty four will probably roll up third. Although the Game Boy might have a few, Game Boy mm-hmm. Advance. Hmm, I don't know. Actually, you know what game? What system might have the least amount for me would probably might be the DS.
1: Well, I know Virtual Boy would have for me because like I never played the system. So, oh but... man,
0: Mario Tennis, Wario <laughs> Wario World. And, I'm uh...
1: shocked that you said the DS.
0: Yeah, I didn't play a lot of DS, man. I've, you know what I played a lot on the DS? My Game Boy Advance games. <laughs> uh, I remember getting the DS and the Castlevania Don of Sorrow was
1: was
2: that yeah. one? Uh,
0: it was Don of Sorrow uh, <laughs> Order of Ecclesia was that the third one? Right? I think so. And then there was a third one. Man, remember when Konami was just releasing Castlevania games? Right? (laughs) It was stopped for some reason.
1: It was Castlevania on DS,
0: Metal Gear on PlayStation. Well, I mean, it was a continuation of the Game Boy Advance games, though, right? Because you had the three Game Boy Advance games pop, 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 and then the DS, you had three in a row, and then it just stopped. Yeah.
1: I I remember drawing uh, for the spells of Castlevania, and I was just like. Oh, my God. Like, it clicked. And
0: I, I was yeah. so excited getting the DS. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually thinking, like, there's not going to be a lot of handheld games on my list. The same. I just, I don't I don't know. Like, I know the Switch is a different beast, and I play a lot of it in handheld mode, but it's still a home console to me, and I play it on the mm-hmm. TV whenever I can, because I still prefer docked mode over handheld. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Handheld is just a nice convenience. And uh, so I i don't know. I don't know if there's going to be a lot of... I, I don't know if there's going to be a lot of DS or 3DS games on my list either. I, well, I know, like, definitely for me, Pokemon
1: Blue is going to be on there. Well, no, not... Well, Pokemon will be on there, but I think it's going to be gold for me. I think Pokemon, uh, Pokemon Gold definitely, it's such a high bar for Pokemon game that I'm just like, I I, I just gotta put it on how much time that I
0: invested in that game. Yeah, I think I think Pokemon Blue is definitely gonna be on there for me. I It was, I remember when I got, I remember when I finally got all, I mean, I got another, I got a second Game Boy and Pokemon Red just to do it. Because <laughs> I didn't, didn't have transfer. any friends. So, uh, uh you know, it's uh, man, I don't know. There's so many. There's so many great games that like cutting it down to thirty is like almost impossible. I do think it. I do think it would be a cool idea to get everybody involved though to do three hundred a three hundred list. Yeah, but I I really don't. That's that would be such a tall task. Um, I I think people will be able to do it
1: like in even if they haven't played a nintendo gang but they played that like maybe they do a third part, a third party game that did come on a nintendo platform but they just probably did they experienced it somewhere else i think that would be good i think that would be cool or something
0: what franchise do you think is gonna be the most on your list
1: Oh man. What franchise? Yeah. Um I really just... think it's I really think it's gonna be a toss up between the Legend of Zelda and Mario. Um and 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 not just I'm not knocking Metroid or anything like that because I pretty much beat it maybe ninety percent of the Metroid series. Mm-hmm. And um I think a lot of those games are just going to be so expected on my list, but like, Mario and Zelda, you know, they have such a long history of games that when they came out, I just ended up buying them. And most of them, I ended up being them. Like, like, I think people could guess which one is definitely going to be on the list. If I only had to choose one Mario game, right now, everybody would know what that one would be. But, I'm like, I I was, it's weird that you asked that question because it's just like, man, six golden coins is such a great game. Like, how do you battle out Mario, well, Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers and Mario Brothers that was on Atari, like, that could be thrown out, like, for me. Or Super Mario Brothers could be, like, 30 or something to start it off there and be like, because that kind of got me into the Nintendo stuff. But then I'm just like, man... Mario 2 with that gameplay and that soundtrack and the graphics the way that look, but then you get Mario 3 and, like, the Koopa kids and, like, the challenges and all those different lens and ideas that they went through, and then you go to Super Mario World, Super Mario 64, Yoshi's Island, and it's just like, how do I choose this, you know, even though Yoshi's Island ended up spinning off to its own, uh, own series, but I'm just like, how do you choose it when these games were just so creative, mm-hmm. level wise and you know gameplay wise? Like, I, I to me personally, Yoshi Island had uh, Yoshi Island has to be on my list because of the bosses themselves. Those bosses were creative and fun. I still love. To, I still talk about that crow fighting that crow on the moon. Like, mm-hmm.
0: I've never experienced any other game that
1: did that. It's though.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't I don't know. Like I thought for sure like I'm I was thinking I'm like well Zelda is a pretty pretty easy answer for that. I felt like. But then I was like, well there's a bunch of fire emblem on my list. There's I mean, you know, I I really love Mario Kart. I really Man, I just I just don't know, you know. A Xenoblade like Right. Although, like, I I don't know if Xenoblade is going to make my list. I was thinking about it. But, like, there are too many other games that, like, if we were doing a top 50, it would definitely make my list. But, like, mm-hmm. you know, that might be, like, a, uh, end of the list slash let's cut it. <laughs> you know?
1: Right. I think that when it comes to the JRPGs and stuff, you know... I don't think Fire Emblem would be on my list. Mm-hmm. I don't think Final Fantasy would be on my list. um Yeah, I don't
0: think any of them. Well, shoot, actually, <laughs> it's technically on a Nintendo console now. Like, well, fi- yeah, like Final Fantasy X is like one of my favorite games of all time, and it's on Switch. i I, I just picked up Nine on. Well, I know I have Nine I didn't... on Switch. I didn't play it there, but... I mean, does that count, though? I mean, does that count? I mean, ca- it's... Yeah,
1: it counts. It's on the Nintendo console.
0: Man. I'm just, like... I, I'm trying to, like, balance it. Because, like... Technically, I love Kingdom Hearts also. And technically, that's on mm-hmm. Switch. But, like... I don't know if I would put it on my list because it's the cloud version and that version well, is bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? So...
1: I, I think Kingdom Hearts wouldn't be on my list... And I think it's because of the best ones are all on PlayStation. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, Uh, I think it's because of the treatment of that series, you know. And I feel like I I think sometimes when I feel like a company of they're confusing me, or they're when it feels like stuff feels like a cash grab. Uh-huh. I kind of feel like I start to get disinterested in it, and I kind of like start pushing away. Don't get me wrong. I think Kingdom Hearts 1 is still like probably the best out of the whole series. 2 is good, um, but I just don't like how there's so much that, you know, Square Enix tried to do to make money off of that series. Like, Oh, we'll do the main games for PlayStation because maybe that's our contract. But then we'll do like 17 different side games to tell the balance of the story and on, on Nintendo stuff. And it's just like, wait a minute. It's why? For some unknown reason. I think that was the time when Square Enix and Nintendo were trying to make or like made up, and Square Enix started trying to bring some of their titles and
0: games over to the system. Mm hmm. Uh, man, there's actually going to be a little, I think there's going to be a lot of GameCube games on my list.
1: Well, GameCube
0: is just, GameCube had so much goodness going for it. I mean, Um, I mean, you look at like Luigi's Mansion, Pikmin, Metroid Prime, Fire Emblem, Path of Radiance, uh, you know, Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, uh, Double Dash, um, you know, everybody loves they had a lot of Mario sports games like strikers and sluggers, and they have the best Mario golf game. It has, you know, arguably, uh, you know,
1: Smash Bros. Yeah, that's what I was arguably the best right.
0: Smash game. I couldn't think of it. Uh, and then it has like the Resident Evil remake, which everybody loved. And, and...
1: Yeah. <clears throat> Resident Evil 4. Um... Yeah.
0: Like, dude tells
1: us to for me yeah, tells symphonia, of symphonia. <laughs> like, like that was, skies of Arcadia. Like skies of Arcadia, I could not find on Dreamcast. So when I played it, skies of Arcadia Legends on GameCube, I was just like, oh my goodness, this is I've,
0: so good. Man, I would love a Dreamcast collection of game like. You know, Sonic, like, I mean, not to like side tangent or anything. I think we need to do another episode on Dreamcast at some point, but Mm
2: -hmm.
0: like, you think of it like Crazy Taxi, uh, Skies of Arcadia, uh, 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 Shenmue, Sonic Adventure 1 and 2, Monkey Ball, Soul Calibur, Marvel vs. Capcom. You think of all these great games on the Dreamcast. The Dreamcast was so good. Yeah. And like, oh my gosh, I remember when I got my Dreamcast, and it was just the best day ever it is but it I was such kinda... a, I was such a Sega fan back then, you know like I love- I had loved Sega, I hated the Saturn, but I loved my Genesis and Nomad and game Gear and, and mm-hmm. Dreamcast like I loved those uh those systems and like i I didn't like the Saturn because like I it was like my first experience with like a memory unit, right? And yeah. like you had to have that big thi- that big honking cartridge in the back to save your games and I didn't understand uh cuz like my Nintendo 64 you could just plug it in and it worked and like I think the only game I had that needed a memory card was Tony Hawk. Mm-hmm. Uh so like I just I just didn't understand I couldn't I couldn't wrap my mind around that you needed a memory unit, right? Yes. Uh, until I got Tony Hawk for N64. And then I think I asked a guy at Funko Land why I couldn't say my game on, <laughs> on the cartridge. Uh, and he had to explain to me what a memory unit was, which was like really embarrassing at like 13 or 14 years old. <laughs> like, why can't I save my game? Uh, but then like the dreamcast had the, the VMUs, right. And I played the yeah. crap out of like the, the, the chow gate mini game from sonic adventure and i remember you could call your plays on the vmu from for uh nfl 2k and like uh i remember my cousin and i were like laughing hysterically at blue stinger which was that terrible (laughs) sega resident evil ripoff and uh I will say this, everybody go watch the game Informer former super replay of blue stinger. It is hilarious. And it just, that game is just a classic stinker, but it is so good. Yeah. It's, it's I, also I, hilarious that like, sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to okay. cut you off, but like in blue stinger, like the best weapon in the game is like the second weapon you get in the entire game, which is the, the emergency X <laughs> <laughs> because it has range and it keeps, keeps them away. It has a really cool combo, like baseball swing. Oh, Choo Choo Rocket on Dreamcast also was really good. Yeah, I played that as a demo. Dreamcast like... so good. I... Can we can we can we start a, a Sega podcast?
1: <laughs> Shoot. I think a lot of people would join. Like a lot of people have been talking about Sega. I'm like, we've been, of course, definitely we talked about it. Yeah. But I'm just like, well, re- going back to Dreamcast, you know. It was to it was the true arcade machine, mm-hmm. you know, console. Because like the games that you mentioned was good, but man, playing, I learned Street Fighter Third Strike on Dreamcast mm-hmm. before I learned it in the arcade. Before I I, I carried my skill over from Dreamcast to the arcade. Like Akuma was my main. Um, and and it's just like I studied that game, and I couldn't believe that this was a console that was arcade that was truly arcade perfect because of the Naomi board and stuff. And you know, seeing just like Capcom put their gaze on it, I I was just like, I'm not going to get this experience anywhere.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I remember it was like it was such a big deal that, uh, I mean. I, yeah, it was the arcade machine, but it was also it was also the first console release of Half-Life. Yeah. Remember? And that was like a huge deal. Like Half-Life was a big deal back then. Yep. And I mean, I don't know if it I don't I don't remember if Half-Life ever came out, but it was announced and it was such a huge deal. I think I think it was I think it actually did come out it may have it did come out it's it's 25 on ebay oh and uh oh yeah i remember it was a big deal because sierra published it on dreamcast and not valve because valve wasn't publishing games at the time because oh yeah they were valve they weren't steam yet right they weren't making six billion dollars they were making what half-life and what was the other game they had at that time like probably the first version of counter-strike at some point or something.
1: i think so so, I
0: wonder how did Steam ever come about for Valve. I, I don't know. I'm not the PC guy. That's something you're gonna have to ask Leron. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I just remember like Half Life was a big deal. Um, so I think Steam, Actually, I think Steam came about because they wanted a storefront for Half Life, and mm-hmm. like they just. I don't know. It has something to do with Half Life, but I don't remember. Cause I remember, and I think I still own it, but
1: I remember playing Half Life Two on Xbox. Yeah, like I, there's two games that I own from Valve, and that's Half Life Two, and Portal Two on PS3. Like those are the only two that I own actually for from Valve. And stuff, and it's weird because I played Half Life Two, and I know that it was such a big deal, but I'm I, I don't think Half Life Two was good at all.
0: It, I, I've never really played it, so I can't. Janky. I can't tell you. I've never played it, but uh, from what I've seen, it does not look like it's one of those game. It it had to have been a game that like when it came out, you had to play it when it came out, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it's 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 the final fantasy seven ocarina of time conundrum right where like it was such a time and place game and so important to that specific moment in history but like you go back and play those games they're not exactly you know perfect tens yes although some people would still argue the ocarina of time is still a perfect 10 but i will politely disagree with those people <laughs> And I can hear Stephanie just falling backwards. hearing that. <laughs> I can feel uh, her eyes rolling so far back, she probably choked on them. Oh, but wow. That's a... Anyways. Uh, 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 here's the thing, though. When slash if my Nintendo 64 controller gets here, I will play Ocarina of Time for the first time since it came out. When I get my Nintendo 64 controller,
1: I feel like I want to
0: watch. <laughs> I want to see you play. Here's the thing: I've tried so many times to get back into Ocarina of Time, and I I always get into it. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna play it. I get through the Great Deku Tree, I run out into Hyrule Field, and then I just stop. I just stop playing.
1: You, you gotta continue. You gotta. Go I know, forward. but like
0: I, all, that's as far as I get every time. I'm like, I, I kill the Great Deku Tree. <laughs> Straight up murder him because I killed the monster in the basement. Yeah. And then I go about, I go out to Hyrule Field. And I'm like, wow, it's so empty. And then I just stop playing. I just stop playing. So. Uh,
1: no, I, I would have to see it through. I was supposed to start Majora's Mask. That's what I'd need to start.
0: Yeah. I'll probably play them back to back.
1: Yeah. Uh, man, I. I think for my list, like I said, it's gonna be between Mario and Zelda. Um but like one off games like Kid Icarus, like that would probably be on my list. Um and I but placing it I've had to figure out where I will place it. because there there are I think with the NES there's so many one off games, uh like Wrecking Crew, um uh that I played that I was just like, okay, this is cool but is it really like on a level of like duck hunt or, or something like that yeah like or even like kung fu which was uh Data east gang that me and mother program like it, yeah i played this beat up game but it was only five levels and it just repeated and everything so and it kind of gets annoying with this one soundtrack and uh sound effects every time you punch or kick and stuff and I'm just like no this wouldn't be on it even though for some people it's a classic i'm just like nah uh, this this just doesn't do it for me you know um games like renegade and stuff like like that was a different kind of beat them up and that was hard but do i put like double dragon on there or double dragon too? No, drag
0: it soon. no. <laughs> you know it's no. If you put double dragon on your list, you're fired. That game sucks on NES.
1: <laughs> but I, that, but I played
0: it, and you I know, know I'm just I'm just messing with you. But seriously, that game sucks on the NES. That game is so bad. Uh, it was it, it was very weird
1: because um, I feel like the the master system version is better than the NES version, oh, and that's gosh. that's ah.
0: Uh, I mean, that's probably a fair assessment i'm so i'm looking i'm looking at nintendo 64 games i i kind of think that nintendo 64 is going to have the most games on my list i just i forgot how much came out on the nintendo 64 that i absolutely loved you know Mm. Uh, mario 64 both Zelda games 007 uh diddy kong racing banjo one and two uh Pokemon Snap, not not that Pokemon Snap wouldn't be on my list, but uh, Star Fox 64, Conquer, mm-hmm. uh, F Zero, Rogue Squadron, Turok, Mario Golf, uh, Yoshi's Story, which I know people have mixed opinions about, uh, but I liked it, so whatever. Yeah. Uh, Shadows of the Empire, Rayman 2, Beetle Adventure Racing, uh, uh, Tony Hawk 1 and 2 right like there's so many there's so many good games uh Pokemon Puzzle I, League right like there's so many great yeah. games on the on the, the Nintendo 64 that I love like Sightbike 64 I played a lot for some reason I beat Resident Evil 2 on the N64 <laughs> Yeah uh uh Jet Force Gemini Blast Core uh, Wave Jeff Race 1080 Snowboarding Yep Today. pilot wings which was terrible but I still played the first three Mario party games dude I played so much on the Nintendo 64 paper Mario uh I think Mario party 4 is the best on GameCube uh so yeah there's just there's a lot <laughs> there's a lot on this system that uh I played and loved and man so and I think
1: that's games. that's what's going to make our list it's kind of hard, cause it's just like where, like, where do you play? Like, you probably know the games that you wanted to put on the list, but where do you place it? Yeah. And stuff. And it's just, I, I, and I feel like it's, sometimes there are games that's not better than the other. It's just placing them because you feel like this game has earned the spot. You know.
0: Mhm. Yeah. And so I like, mean, there, there's a lot of games we could probably do like a top one hundred and still not place all of our favorite games on here right but um, uh all right you know i i actually have a pretty decent idea of at least my top 10 now like as we've been talking um mm-hmm. but there's still like you know how do you order them what's going to get cut uh you know i gotta look i gotta look up ds and 3ds games because i don't know how much is actually going to be on my list from these consoles
1: <laughs> I, I think I could. I definitely oh could God! Go I
0: forgot. Never mind. I I know what DS game is making my list. Fire oh. Emblem's Awakening. Nope. DS. Not really? 3DS. DS. Oh I, not 3DS. oh,
1: I thought you said 3DS. Oh,
0: okay. No, it's gonna surprise you. But I actually, it was my favorite game in this series until one of the most recent ones, and so. Ah. Huh. Uh, okay. I'm just man. Oh man, DS had he had a lot of uh, games.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, like, Game Boy Events, like, for me, man, I I know that Metroid Zero Mission is going on there. Where I was going to place it at, that's going to be the thing, because, goodness, I i didn't think, man, Metroid Zero Mission, on oh, how good that game is. I'm like, wow, I've... I, didn't really pay attention to games like remakes of games like even when super mario brothers all stars came out like i didn't pay attention to it Mm -hmm. um and it was just like oh okay they got new graphics but it was just like that's that same gameplay but there's more detail in the background like i took notice of it but i didn't like really i guess appreciate it or anything Mm -hmm. i just thought it was a it was something cool um yeah the the weirdest kind of remastered I still feel is the Ninja Gaiden trilogy on Super Nintendo where it's still the NES graphics but the sound the soundtrack is more clean and it has that Super Nintendo sound and it sounds weird like it don't mesh together it's mm-hmm. so weird
0: yeah I yeah um I'm, I'm looking at GBA games right now and I'm looking at them. I don't, I don't really know what I, I I've seen like one game on here that I would put on there. Mm. I just, I didn't play a lot of Game Boy Advance. I, I loved my Game Boy Advance and I played a lot of what I had. Uh, I still think it's my favorite handheld at this point, but like, uh, well, I guess the 3DS is pretty cool, too. But um, I don't really know how much Game Boy Advance is going to make my list, either. Well, shoot. I played Final Fight Guy.
1: Uh, or Final Fight... Yeah, these think it's Final Fight Guy. Or Final Fight Zero. Final Fight One. Something on the Game Boy Advance. And I remember playing Ghouls and Ghosts on it. Because Final Fight One on... Game Boy Advance. I think they had all three characters you could choose from, but it was like only—I think it was like only one player or something.
0: Yeah. Um, I wish. I wish I would have played some of these Game Boy Advance games, though, because I mean, I just didn't know at the time, right? I think. I. I think. <laughs> I. I'm gonna ruin the list now, but like, I actually think this is the best version of Super Mario Two, <laughs> is that uh, Super Mario Brothers Advance, that first one. That, oh, re- that okay. remaster of Mario 2. Uh-huh. That version is awesome. I've never played it. Oh, man, dude, it's so good. It's like... Imagine if they remastered the uh, Mario All-Stars version of Mario 2 uh-huh.
2: and, like, made it feel
0: really good. It's it's okay. awesome. Um, I bet that's one... Like, when Game Boy and Game Boy Advance stuff eventually comes to Switch Online, like, that's... You mm. gotta play. We gotta play that. We have to play that.
1: I will. I so. play it. Uh, I didn't play none of the Castlevania games on Game Boy
0: Events. I mean, I heard those are like, if you want Symphony of the Night sequels, those are the best ones to play. Well, yeah,
1: heard. and I, I do got the Castlevania Events Collection on Xbox. It was like on. The, it was on sale for fifteen dollars. Yeah, it's so. on sale
0: right now on Switch. I think for fifteen bucks or seventeen or something.
1: Oh, okay, cool. It's on my um, wish list.
0: I just try not to spend more money.
1: <laughs> oh, I hear that. <laughs> or just spend a Nintendo coins to drop the price. <laughs> Although I did,
0: I did buy something for five bucks yesterday. Um, it was uh, Dungeon something. Forget what it was called. It looks like it's like a puzzle. It looks like a top-down Zelda game, but also it's like a puzzle game. It's more puzzle than Zelda let me find it. I I will find it.
1: Why are we going to eShop?
0: It's uh Is it like a recent it's release? Dungeons of Dreadlock. So, yeah. It's like a it's like a puzzle game. I it was five bucks yesterday, so I got it, but other than that, like I'm trying not to spend because like I still have Fire Emblem and Xenoblade in June and July, so I'm trying to like lay low until then. Um, I don't think I'm gonna I don't think I'm gonna get Mario Strikers right away, but um, mostly because I would say I'll play it and then I just won't because I never do. So, <laughs>
1: hmm. understandable. Five bucks is not that
0: bad. So, this I mean, all, I, it's all stuff one week. I think, I think we, I honestly think Wii U and Nintendo 64 are going to top my list as much as I would like to say the GameCube is. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, the Wii U, dude, Mario Kart 8, three, man. three great Zelda games Xenoblade Chronicles X, Mario 3D World, Captain Toad, Pikmin 3, Shovel Knight Treasure Trove, Tokyo Mirage think... Sessions. Uh, Batman uh, Arkham, Assassin's Creed Four, my favorite Assassin's
1: Creed. We we literally could watch our Nintendo
0: episode. Our of the Wii U gave. I think this, I think game. I think for expansion pass we gotta we gotta do these lists again after after episode three hundred we are going uh-huh. to do these lists again for expansion pass. We're uh. gonna go. We should go console. We should probably do like console by console at some point. Mm-hmm. Kind of like for standard def that we're doing the ranking Nintendo stuff, which we yeah. need to, we need to put another one of those on the books for Super Nintendo. Yes, I
1: gotta get that one together.
0: Uh but yeah, man, that's gonna be. Uh, I just I love I love the Wii U, dude. We use the the it's, best. It's the best. It's, that that ranking.
1: That that list one of course ours was like almost the same, but it was just like for a system that people were saying it didn't have gays and some people were clowning and stuff. People are still asking for that system. And still going back paying games on that system. Like I I don't know if it if it's just me and my circle of friends or anything and outside of Boss Rush, but it's just like people have been revisiting Wii U. Like, their plays, you know, I mean, it's just but like, and Mario, and, like, all of that.
0: It's just, like, every... It's every Nintendo console. Like, everybody... I mean, you look at the GameCube, and nobody bought it, and then when the Wii came out, everybody was looking for GameCubes, right? Mm-hmm. Now that the Switch is out, everybody's looking for a Wii U, right? Like, and yeah. it's, it happens every console. It just happens. I don't... It, do you think
1: it's the gaming community of that time? I
0: I just I don't know.
1: Cause it's just like it, it feels like there's a shift in the community when new systems systems come out, where it's just like stuff that people miss in or you know that they laughed at and thought it was terrible or whatever. They some former interests come in and then they go back and somehow get away to play and be like, man, I. I was really unfair to this game and to the system until I actually played it So, Mhm. <laughs> you know?
0: I'm trying to find... I'm trying to find that original episode that we did for that to see how many...
1: Because uh, I think it was the top 25
0: With you, games. Yeah, I'm trying to find it because um... Oh gosh! Remember the movie commentaries we did? Ooh, yeah, I'm on the, Nerd, I'm on the Nerds Gone Rogue uh, channel. Oh wow! I'm trying to find. Did we not have a Power Block playlist on this?
2: We should have.
0: I swear we did.
1: Unless you moved it from that to Boss Rush.
0: I mean, I mean we had. I mean the Boss Rush. Uh, the Boss Rush channel used to be the Nintendo Power Block channel. I just changed the name.
1: Name? Oh, okay.
0: Oh my gosh, my Destiny beta videos are still on here. <laughs> man, dude, we did. So, we used to do so much. Yeah. I
1: was actually going through Optional and listening to our Destiny talk, our eight our EA, our EA discussion, man, for E3 uh when it was just like uh, hey uh hey ea how do you do and just looking at what they showed uh one previous year and then looking at their like those games that came out and look how they got reviewed and scored and stuff and just talking about them like wow like that was a that was a good interesting talk and then definitely the run across the Tycoon one. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I just Oh man. PAX videos are on here. Oh when well you went to PAX, yeah. Uh, my Dead Cell's off screen footage had s- almost seven thousand views. Uh my Dark Souls remastered for Switch had over a thousand views. State of Decay off screen footage had over a thousand views. Code Vein had a thousand God dude, we we were we we were doing some work for them when we were there. Our Ninja Turtles uh, <laughs> commentaries have over two thousand views. That was that one was fun. <laughs> I was I was watching that one.
1: <laughs> Definitely when the part when the lady was outside watching the TV and it got stolen, which <laughs> was like, wait, what?
0: <laughs> Man, we uh, we did some cool stuff. We did. Um. No, then that's not it. Is it on the DNA page, then?
1: I don't think so.
0: I mean, some of that stuff... Because I remember I moved some of the Power Block stuff over.
1: I know this is ruining stuff for everybody watching it's Expression Pass
0: listening. This, this is what they get. If they don't want to listen, they can, they can turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> don't, Just kidding. Don't turn Please it don't, don't, turn it don't, off. don't turn it off. Don't turn it off. Um... Where is the... Why is... I'm really confused. I thought...
1: Okay, classic content, Nintendo Power block, episode 13, the top 25 Wii U, Wii U games Boss Network.
0: Yeah, I know it's there, but the original video... Hold on, I'm gonna find it. Okay. There it is, on the Wii U. Okay, yeah, it didn't. Original, it didn't original. I thought That's uh, fine,
1: original but. post, January second, two thousand seventeen. Network the digital nurse advocate.
0: Yeah. So, and that was a two hour <laughs> episode. I mean, oh, that was goodness. not. It's not any different than what we do now, or what we no. would do if we didn't have leashes on us. Let's be honest, dude. We our episodes would be two or three hours long if we didn't have to consider other people. Yes, and how they don't want to sit here for two hours three hours and talk. We would, dude. If I know, I know we need to wrap up. But if if we were doing this all over again and it was just me and you or whatever, like Pal Block would totally be a giant bomb cast sacred symbol style show where we'd talk for like three or four hours you know mm-hmm. you know that would be us just screwing around for four hours it didn't be like dang
1: what did we talk about again <laughs> yeah
0: So, I still want to do that but uh, alright let's get out of here it's yeah. almost 12.30 <laughs>
1: Well, everybody, that's gonna be it for Nintendo Expansion Pass. Corey, thank you. This was a fun, laid back,
0: unplanned episode. I know we <laughs> should do this more often.
1: <laughs> don't we do it do Don't we do it often enough?
0: No, we need to. We need to do it more often.
1: Do
2: it more often. Okay.
0: Well, where can people find you, Corey? You can find me at I am Corey at on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me hosting the Boss Rush podcast. Uh, you can find me on Nintendo Power Block. You can find me on Standard Death. Uh, and if you're in the Destiny, I do a Destiny show called Tower Casuals. You can listen to that as well.
2: All right, and you
1: guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at that pressure code. You can check out more Nintendo information at on um, Nintendo Power Block on Mondays. If you miss it live, you can catch it on Wednesdays and on your podcast of choice. Um, join us on our Discord at Boss Rush. Network uh, and check us out at bossfish.net um, You know, come join the community, read our reviews, store news stories. Writers, so madness.
0: get in touch with David or Dan as well. Yes,
1: yes. And with that, everybody, um, we are going to head out and have. We want you guys to have a great week, have a great weekend whenever you check us out, and we will see you next time on Nintendo Expression Pass. Bye, everybody.
0: Goodbye.